let's take it back. <laughs> let's take it back to when Frank and I met in like 2014, 2015. How old were we? I was like 18, right? I was young. I was How definitely old? underage. <laughs> I think I was 18 or 19. Yeah, it's such a long time ago. What exactly did you get cancelled for? Should we go into that? I mean, absolutely. <laughs> when I was 20, um, there was this girl. I, you know, she slid in my DMs and I didn't really think anything of it. At the time, I had just turned 20. I'd been 20 maybe like four months. So I didn't really think anything of it. Um, so at the time, I was like, I was like, fuck it. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, she started flirting with me. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know. I didn't think it was a big deal at the time. Like, looking back, you know, every time I tried to be like, maybe, you know, we shouldn't do this. This doesn't feel like something we should do. She'd gaslight me and filter me. But ultimately, I should have been better. I should have made that decision a lot sooner. Um, and that's thing that I didn't do. I cut her off eventually. Honestly, I think that fucked with her. Um, I think that bothered her a lot. Um, so... Right. Because I've been dragged before, but I'm just like, I don't get like it's It's the internet. This is one of my first times, like, fully actually hearing the story other than, like, oh. seeing it on social media. You know, for the longest time, um, like, I've been on Twitter since I was, like, 16, 17, you know? So, for the longest time, right. I was letting that shit validate me. I think that's where I fucked up. Like, I, I think subconsciously, I knew... It's not real. Like subconsciously, I knew like that's not real. This is like that's not the real world. Like you're 22, 24. Like keep it above. The way people think on social media is not how they think and not how they move in real life. You know, um, like there's so much more nuance into situations in real life. There's no nuance on social media. Like things are very like it's either this or it's that. There's no. It's black and white. Exactly. It bothered me so much, and like that's what bothered me more than anything is like I was struggling trying to figure out like yo why does this bother me so much like why do this community of people even though you know i've been a part of this community for like six years like i don't know these people right like these people don't i i think i think when you when you place so much value in something like that and it blows up in your face how could you not feel like shit right like how could you not um i i, I think right. i think if i took social media as what it was i don't think i would be I've been dragged before like, i've been quote-unquote answered before but this was definitely the first time I was like, damn, like this sucks. Like it was affecting me. Like it was really fucking with me. And I was like, yo, this shit sucks. You know, like he's obviously not the same person he was four or five years ago, right? Like obviously, but you know, that kind of nuance doesn't exist online. Like you're either a piece of two or you're And that kind of directly leads into our first unpopular opinion, which is a little bit to do with pedophilia. So <laughs> What we discussed just now of you being, you literally being like what? What did you say you were? Like 19, 18, yeah. 19 years old? I was 19 or 20. And talking to someone. Okay, so 19, 20, talking to someone who's right. like 15. Where we know now that even even legally, no. that's not that's not as questionable and not really considered pedophilia. To the point that, like, for example, a 35-year-old talking to no. a 15-year-old is. And so it's so interesting to hear the perspective of someone who, like, at that young age was talking to someone who, yeah, you know, Absolutely. questionable, Absolutely. that you probably shouldn't have been talking to someone. Absolutely. At day and age, you can acknowledge that and say, yeah, like, as a 19, 20-year-old, I shouldn't have been talking to someone who was four or five right. years younger than um, me. Like, I was never like, oh, wow. You know, 
and I'm still gonna maintain that. Like I definitely fucked up, and I should have been better all around. You know, cancel culture is a funny thing. It doesn't get it doesn't give people the space to grow. I think cancel culture doesn't allow people to go through their redemption. You know, I think I think there's strength in in looking within yourself and being like, yo, what I did was fucked up. You know, like what I did was wrong, and wanting to be better. Because to me, bad people don't even want to be better. They're just like, fuck it, you know. Um, and cancel culture doesn't. That doesn't allow yeah. you to go through your redemption arc. Like social media, like, like they're dragging people that said the N word like seven, eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like change. People grow. People are and like on social media, they don't allow people to change. They don't allow people to grow. They only see you as what they want to see you as. And so it's so limiting. And like it's the nuance thing. There's no nuance in conversation. There's no nuance in interaction. It, it's like a sense of superiority on there like yo i haven't i haven't like you know what i'm saying like it's like i'm so much better than him because you know or, or her because you know my sins haven't come out or i wish i wish i saw that more on social media is letting people fuck up and then watching them grow and allowing them the space to grow like you don't have to fuck with someone ever again like you can hate them you know like you could be like oh they're a piece of shit i don't want anything to do with them and i think that's fine but you have to allow people the space to grow you have to allow people um to go through their redemption arc, but it's funny enough because we do it in real life. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think I'm ever gonna be on any form of social media like that, in the in the capacity that I was ever again. Like I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I think that you know I want to be so happy I don't have social media. That's the goal. Ultimately, that's my ultimate goal because you got to think if happy, bro, you're not spending your time on social. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you have other things to do. You know what I'm saying? Did you find that when you were deployed, like, because obviously you're part of the military in the U.S., did you have access to social media at that time, or were you just living in a state of mind where it's like social media doesn't exist, I'm here in the present moment? Um, deployments now, because I left when I was 18, 19. If you're in a combat zone or not, like, if you're in a combat environment, you're not getting your, your phone. I was a cap belt. So I was definitely in a combat environment. I think that I didn't have my time definitely slows okay. down when you don't have a phone and you're definitely more in the moment. Yeah. Time is very relative. You just have a lot more time on your hands because you're not always on your phone looking for the next thing to make you laugh or looking for the next drama or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not always on your phone. So um, it definitely is an escape like from false reality of not having a phone. Again, it's very easy to feel like you're never going to get out of shit. Like the months feel like years, you know, because time is like time moves very well. Like when you're miserable, time moves real fucking. I converted to Islam when I was 17. And then I I converted about, I want to say in July or August. I went to basic training when I was 18. So like right before I went to basic training, um, I was like super into islam like i was still smoking and drinking like when i was in basic training you don't have access to alcohol or cigarettes and everything so only two weeks of basic training i was sober that entire and i i've been pretty much sober ever since um like 24 now so that's like a good five or six years um like even like to this day i'm yo i don't even know if you know if someone is knowing and all powerful why does he allow these things to happen but it's it's the free will argument it's it's just you know you know we make this world what we want to make it and it's it's unfortunate that you know we take everything for granted 
in the West. We we got water, we got we got bathrooms, we have plumbing. You know, we take so much for granted um, that you know kids, you know, in the Middle East or kids in in North Africa, they just they just don't have. You know, kids in West Africa, Africa they don't have water, they don't have right. plumbing, they don't have shoes, they don't have you know, um, they they don't have candy, they don't have TV, they don't have they don't have laptop. They, and they and they and they're so optimistic and happy, but the reality is so the reality is so jarring. Mm-hmm. And when you really think about it, is we're only lucky because we live in the West. This really, really reminds you to be thankful. Fate is a very funny thing. It's such a very funny thing to think about. Like, but it definitely shook my spirituality a lot. Is that where you are right now? You know, for me, it's very important really 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 hard to want to be better and to and and to to take those negative those bad habits that you know i've accumulated over the years are you a good person if you're only good for religion's sake you know if you're only good because of the law like so if there was no law would you be raping people would you be you know (laughs) um it's 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 a slippery slope maybe religion is no but that's the only thing holding you to maybe you need to reevaluate you know, the other things going on in your life, you know? Um, I feel like that's when it becomes dangerous because it's like, you should still ability to do an act in a rational way, even though you believe in You know, I think think that's just herd mentality is, what about what you think? Because they'll always be like, oh, well, God believes this. And well, what about you? What do you believe? Right? Um, I plug that into social media. Some of these people be without social media think come from there how they dress come from there what music they listen to come from there there's so much going on right now with the u.s and black lives matter is still a thing no one really knows what's going on with that i honestly don't think socialism is something that is i don't know i don't think it's something that i think it's very idealistic but i don't think that it's ever going to work i think that when people are too dependent on their government for shit um that's not good you know i don't think i don't know why anyone would want to want to be dependent on their government for anything um you know at any point in time um you know i, I think the government should help people it, it, it's crazy that people want that it blows my mind that people want the government to pay um with black lives matter i feel like oh man i feel like when it first started i feel like it was genuine and i feel like it was a movement um, that was genuine for the people, but now I feel like I feel like it's been co-opted. Uh, make any sense how it's it's so mainstream now? Like you know, it's so it's everywhere. All these corporations support it. Twitter supports it. Facebook tech supports it, and it's just it doesn't feel genuine anymore. Um, um, it seems like more certain kind of agenda that could be the the abolition of police. It could be so many different things. I think that the black community as a whole has, I hate to say, we have bigger problems than that come before abolishing police. I think within our community, um, we need to, um, like there's so many crazy stats. Like, I don't know if you know this. I do. It always catches me too, because whenever I bring up the stats, right. like you sound like sound like an asshole and it's like, okay, but there's something going on if the immigrants of these Western countries can absolutely 100% 
come and make it to middle upper class without even knowing the language of where they're at without having any qualifications but there's people who are native to that land complaining about how there's so many chains holding them down and it's like yes there's so many chains there it's real but i feel like to a certain point it's just about how much work and effort you're actually willing to put in and if you're willing to do that ultimately you're going to be okay and the majority of people like if you talk to people in real life most of them think that way they're like yo like i had a I have a track coach and my track coach was like look listen like don't focus on whoever's to your left or your right because there's going to be people in life who are just going to be always bigger always faster than you like not going to be you're never the biggest person like you know what right. i'm saying you can't no one's always going to be shot no one's always going to be lebron james but you have to use the tools that you have to be better don't focus on them right try to just push yourself as much as you can and 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 if you push exactly. yourself as much as you can you get you have a fighting chance and that's what i'm saying is the black community i feel like has more pertinent issues than police brutality like while police brutality is a thing i feel like if we get rid of police brutality all of these issues are still going to be present in our community i believe that our community values the wrong things and that our community has to start valuing the right things i believe that our community is not taking the time to value things like you know education and to value you know you know home there's a lot of things holding our community back one is violence two is lack of opportunities three is the fact that most black children right so it's either their father or just their mom right um so yeah while most black women black women are the most educated demographic in america um there's a lot of things in our community holding us back like like a, a, another thing is is a victim mentality that a lot of black people seem at right it's 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 just being especially black people born in this country right it's just it's like oh it's so hard i can't do it oh why do they have this and i don't have it? you know you know what i'm saying it's also the fact that black people don't have generational wealth we don't like black people don't have anything to give their kids part of that also is just because black black people are not mm -hmm. buying houses they're not buying land they're renting right because we most of find you or you suck at the fuck up and push forward right and so you know touching back on your point of like you know because they these people always want to bring up privilege and privilege this and your privilege for this so who is more privileged someone born in in this country that knows the culture and speaks the language or someone that came you know from another country let's say like someone that came from nigeria that doesn't speak that doesn't speak the language, doesn't know the culture, that came here with maybe $500 in it. And on that note, you said education and the Black community not, uh, not valuing education. And like the statistics prove otherwise, like Black women are the most educated demographic in America, I but then also still the most like prejudiced and stigmatized. So it's like, it's so hard to tell which, you know, like, which statistic do you believe? Which news article do you believe? Which cause do you ultimately stand for? Rate. Abortion rate in the black community is so fucking high. It, it's so high. And and people are like, well, that's fine. You know, and, and I don't think it. The other, what was the other unpopular opinion you had about, like, uh -huh. if a woman wants to get an abortion, it's fine because it's her body. But if a guy wants to hit whoever he got pregnant to get an abortion and she doesn't get it, he has to pay 
child support. Because women didn't just immaculately, immaculately concept children. Like they, there's someone mm. else there 99% of the time. How we got here, a man laid with your mom and you had a child. Mm-hmm. And if the roles were revor- reversed, even if he was like, I'm not going to be in this child's life, and she agreed to it like in his life, she could just simply take this motherfucker to court, right? And in the court of law, he's paying child support for the next 18 years. And that's that's where that's where I don't like pro-choice people because... And, and then I also don't like pro-choice people because they say it's not life, right? They say this baby's not life, right? And on a certain level, I'm like, I don't, I don't... Agree. But ultimately, if the host was not well or alive enough to keep that thing alive, it wouldn't be alive. Don't believe that you should keep it just because it's a life, because ultimately, it's just fucked up to me that people think that, like, life is a divine thing. No. I feel like it happens if the if the conditions are right for it to happen, it's going to happen. It doesn't mean that something chose for it to happen. I think happen. life is a divine thing. I feel I like that, if it's right, well, it's, if up, the I'm conditions are right, it's going to happen. I think the argument with it's not life, like, I think that it's life because... So here's my two reasons why I think um, a fetus is life. Life on other planets, like, like cells, we consider them life. Like I saw an article on Mars and it was like, oh, they, they found like the hydrogen, they, they found cells in Mars atmosphere. And they're like, oh, Mars has life. But we don't consider cells in a, in a woman life, right? That's one. Two, in this country, we, we have laws, maybe in Canada they have it too. We have, we have a law that protects pregnant women that are killed at any stage during their pregnancy. It's, it's, I, th- I think it's like a double homicide. A lot of men make it clear to women like, yo, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to have a kid. I want to have it. That is considered double homicide. But it's just like, that's not the point. Yeah, it's life. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that fetus in a woman is life. It's absolutely life. But it's still, that life is only dependent on her life and her well-being. Like, if she wasn't in the proper, like, time in her cycle to conceive, it wouldn't have happened if she was. There's so many conditions that go into getting pregnant that all of those were men. And I still feel like ultimately, if she doesn't want that, it shouldn't be an issue for her to just, I think that, you know, <laughs> I think that mission that on a bitch. Is divine. Because the chances of you to be here <laughs> exactly as you are in this state is a gift. I think that life is divine. I mean, even if you say the conditions for life, if one thing is off, you're not alive. There's, there's so many things that had to go wrong for us to be here. And I feel like a lot of the time we lose sight. That thing would not be alive if you weren't alive and it wasn't feeding off of you. Your energy. Listen, it's a fucking parasite. Always, it's a parasite, period. It's, not a, it's, it's a parasite, not. period. <laughs> to me, it's always, it's always a question of, I don't want to believe in something that doesn't have a basis in reality or in something that I can prove. And that's what brings me back to like the religious part of spirituality. I feel like there's mm-hmm. so much, there's so much that you can achieve being spiritual without wrapping your mind up. Like, is this person in control of the whole universe? I feel like you don't have to understand those type of existential questions for you to have like a spiritual mindset for you to you know ultimately that do something that's, that's gonna benefit is. you in that's a spiritual way you don't, you don't always need to prove something is real you know that's what faith is 
it's like having faith in a relationship. How do you know they're not cheating? You don't. You don't know. You just have faith in them that hopefully they're doing what they're supposed yeah. to do. You know, and I think that that's the simplest way that my not everything needs an explanation because we can't figure shit out. We don't even we don't even know why we're here. Right? Like no one knows why we're here. No one knows what happens after death. No one knows what happened. How Earth is the only planet in the solar system? Uh, at least that's what they're telling us, right? How Earth is this is not his life. Why are we the only intelligent species on the planet? You know, we don't know how. For the last like four years, I've been heavily into academia, into like just knowing things. Like if I don't know how something works, it's just it's not something that I can bring my brain to accepting, even on the scientific route. You're, you come to a point where even the science says that this is a thing. We don't know why. We don't know how. But this is how it works. And, and that's just the way it is. The answer is rooted in your ego, though. I want to know why everything works. That's an egotistical answer. Quite, your answer is just because you want to. You want to know why. No matter how much technology we get like our souls like we don't know like you know we don't know what happens after death we don't know why we don't know how we got here um, and i think i think that instead of being frustrated and looking at it that should be incredibly humbling to you you know you should be able to take a step back like yo i'm never gonna know no matter like it, it's no matter what you do no matter how much studying you do like the bravest and the smartest minds of all time have not answered that question because they can't that's, that exact point is where my dilemma comes in because as an academic, you're always taught that like, no matter what you wonder, no matter how outlandish it sounds, no matter how crazy it is, we can explain it. Like in one way or another, just keep shooting. Like we'll figure it out. So many things that we're gonna be ignorant of just because there's, there's no possible way, no human way to live this life and there's not enough time there's not enough time in your life yeah so even you're, you're, you're gonna hit a wall eventually right no matter how small, you're gonna hit a wall where you're like you just can't take more information you know so for me mm-hmm. um i don't i don't think there's any shame in not knowing everything sonia but that's where faith comes in so now you have to have a faith in your science that you know hopefully they'll have the answer one day and that's where I'm at right now, where I'm like trying to leap into the realm of the unknown and just accepting that, you know, things are real, regardless of whether I want to accept them or not. Good as science is, and as always true for that there is in science, it can't answer everything. You know, there, there is, there's, there's just, there's, there's, there's a limit to how much that we know. It depends which angle you take with this shit because the angle, the nihilistic angle that I was previously taking is that like ultimately it's, it all happens because it's going to happen. It's natural selection, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, taking the binary, like nothing matters, nihilistic, typical mindset. That's basically what I was in. But if you take it from the opposite perspective and you just embrace I used to be a nihilist. I used to think like, fuck, you know, nothing really mattered. It's a sad life. Some of the most nihilistic TV show characters, like Rick from Rick and Morty, he's miserable. I was a nihilist, but it's it's a sad fucking life, dog. I, I ask nihilists all the time. If nothing that we do matters, why don't you fucking kill yourself? Get the fuck out of here, you know? Get out of here. 
You can flip the coin of nihilism and embrace optimistic nihilism, which is basically that like nothing matters, but that gives you as an individual more power to do whatever right. you want in life. You have the power to create your own meaning and give your life exactly whichever meaning you want to give it. I'm looking, I look at everything and, and there's no right or wrong. It's just what you believe in. You know, like I, at this point in my life, like nobody's right or wrong. When it, like it's really just what you believe in at this point. Um, So for me, like I said, man, I... Yeah. I feel for you. I hope you get to that point where <laughs> you're not upset because you don't understand everything because there's no way that you can. In the end, we're here to experience this thing, you know, that we're in. And then, you know, we die. And I think that's what makes life beautiful. It's a scary thought that, you know, there are people out there that, that, that think their life is insignificant, that think that... It breaks my heart that people don't value their own life. It really breaks my heart that even escapism is a thing where people aren't comfortable in reality or they just don't want to live in it. They don't want to experience it. Because ultimately, I feel like this is the gift. We can send right. satellites and cameras right. and all right. the shit into space and we haven't found shit. But right. here we are living, right. experiencing. Yeah, every like, single like living thing has this, like, has this desire to just live. And then you have to figure, you know, to your point of we're the only animals that really kill themselves like that. We're the only animals that, get, like, that commit suicide. Animals get sad as well, but they never think, like, I'm going to end my life. The reason that I think that that is is because they value. They could die any day. Like, Never. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're a deer, and you ha and you have wolves, you have all these different things that can kill you. You know what I'm saying? So they they understand. Like I don't I don't know. It's it's very weird. There's something going on. If every other even, animal even has this undying will to live, yeah. and we're the only ones that are <laughs> we like, have you know what? I'm gonna off myself. I think people born in that in that late '90s, very early 2000s, it's it's a very weird space for people born in that time, just because it's like we didn't have like I didn't I wasn't like the first time I had a phone I was like 14 years old. Like there's people now that are like five or six and they have iPhone. Like you know what I'm saying? I had an MP3 player. My little sister, she's 17. She also remembers things and she she can't relate to people that are like 14 or 12 oh. because you got to figure like these that generation thing is definitely it's definitely <laughs> <sighs> we've been doing a lot of talking <laughs> i i have so much i need to drink water i know <laughs> it's been nice to have Absolutely. everyone here on this extremely vulnerable I roller coaster